But there's also several things that are happening for them to try to regenerate the fear. This article from NBC New York, COVID rates above 20% in parts of Manhattan as the virus rebounds. This is total BS. You're being played again. You're being played again. I tell you, you know, I, as I said, I, I looked at this. I'm, I'm concerned about gain of function, what these people could do. I mean, they're creating bioweapons to kill people. And with that facility there, but it looked very suspicious to me what the Chinese were doing. I saw fake pictures of people falling down the streets, sealing people into, um, you know, buildings and stuff like that. I said, that's a political agenda. That's not a medical agenda. So I thought it was garbage, and, um, and I said it from the very beginning, and I was angry at the people who were pushing the fear about this. Now, the fear is not being pushed by InfoWars. It's being pushed by NBC News. Same thing. Oh, it's coming back. You're being played again, folks. They said the positivity rate is now above 20%. What does that mean, the positivity rate? That means that you got a positive PCR test when they magnify it by a trillion times. You can find anything you're looking for. If you magnify it that much, are they saying that there's people in hospital? No, no, they're not saying that. NBC is not saying that. Not seeing, um, they say the virus is digging in ahead of winter. Seriously? Come on. In New York, New York was the epicenter of the pandemic lie. Uh, there was no pandemic there. Nobody in the hospital ship, nobody in the 2,500-bed Army Field Hospital, nobody in Franklin Graham's uh, tent, nobody. Pandemic nurse uh, who wrote the book said the same thing. She saw it. We had people who were going around, uh, you know, independent reporters, going from hospital to hospital, showing how empty they were. Remember all that? Remember all the dancing and this stuff? And, and you know, it was, they were pretending that the hospitals were full. They're not even saying that anymore. As a matter of fact, I went back and the same hospitals in New York who said, oh, yeah, you know, that we're being overwhelmed. We don't have enough staff. Why? I went back and found articles three years earlier, verbatim, same hospitals, same lying newspapers said the same exact things, plagiarizing their own stories from three years earlier. Why? Because they were public hospitals, county hospitals, and they wanted more money from the government. And they were saying the same thing three years earlier. Uh, but look, they're not saying that anybody's in the hospital. They're not saying anybody's sick. They don't have any symptoms. They're certainly not saying anybody's dying in New York. They're not even trying to sell that lie, that statistical manipulation, outright lie anymore. They're just saying they got positivity. The positivity. Uh, and then... NBC talks about variants of concern. We have two new COVID variants. Did you ever hear that with the flu? I mean, that was one of the arguments against the flu vaccine. Okay, so if you've identified what is causing the flu, you know, you've got a virus here. How did you know? Because you had to manufacture this months in advance. How did you know uh, which flu strain was going to be the one that you needed to vaccinate against? And of course, you know, uh, there's no way that they can know. So there's no way that it could ever be effective. It did affect people's immune system, and it did cause them to get sick after they would get uh, vaccinated. Always the same thing. You may not have heard of these two subvariants before, BQ.1 and BQ.1.1. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's like bananas and pajamas. <laughs> I'm B1, I'm B2. 
uh, descendants, descendants of Omicron, which we now know is harmless. <laughs> yes, this is the family tree. They have an entire genealogy of <laughs> these viruses. I, yesterday, you know, I talked about the gain of function story, the 80% thing. And I focused on gain of function because I'm very concerned about gain of function. I've been talking about that for eight years. I want to see that end. But again, I don't believe this stuff, right? I'd be irresponsible if it was true. We have to stop the program. Look at the amount of money that was spent. Look at this mad science and how reckless this is. Stop this bioweapon program of gain of function before they actually do something. And uh, I hadn't seen this email from a listener. Uh, I sent it on Tuesday. Uh, I didn't see it before I talked about it. But here's his email. It says, an 80% kill rate? Bollocks. That's a cover story. And I agree. You know, I focused on gain of function because we've got to stop it. We've got to stop it for the waste. We've got to stop it for the potential danger that they could actually do something. We have to understand that the real bioweapon is the jab. But they want to scare people with this stuff. Just like they're talking about the 20% positivity rate. I think I agree with them. That uh, the other part of this, oh, 80% kill rate. Oh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> so we've got to um, do exactly as they say. He says, uh, I couldn't let the story go by without comment. The internet is buzzing with news that researchers at Boston University have created a COVID super strain that is 80% kill rate in mice. Oh, good grief. Will the lies never stop? I'm reminded of a study undertaken in 1919 by a doctor named Milton uh, Rosenau. It was published after the little, after the ti under the title, uh, quote, experiments to determine mode of spread of influenza, unquote following the 1918 pandemic and reported that despite repeatedly repeated unsuccessful attempts, the researchers were unable to cause a single infection in any patient in spite of every effort to pass the infection around. Here are the notes from that paper. And so, you know, we've had a lot of people <clears throat> and I've had a lot of listeners contact me, very skeptical, of even the, the idea of virus theory. I don't want to get into that aspect of it. I mean, I have my own skepticism about that as well. Um, that is a different level of depth to fight this thing on. I think it's far easier to uh, fight this by talking about, uh, their own data and how they're lying and, and look at their own database and how people are dying. You know, that immediate thing, it's hard enough to get people to understand that. <clears throat> if you come in and tell people, you know, um, all the stuff about germ theory and everything, it's all, it's all garbage. But this is an interesting case, and I'll read it to you. It says, they isolated microbial mixtures from throat and noses of carefully selected influenza cases from an outbreak location. The researchers then administered these to 10 young U.S. Navy volunteers without prior exposure to influenza. None fell sick. Uh, they drew blood from influenza patients. They transferred it to Navy volunteers. None fell sick. They collected influenza patients' mucous membranes with swabs and filtered them to exclude larger microbes like bacteria. They then injected the, the filtrate into Navy volunteers. None fell sick. They brought the Navy volunteers to meet influenza patients. They shook hands. They conversed. The patients also exhaled as hard as possible onto the volunteer's face for five times. Then the patients coughed directly into the volunteers. None fell sick. And he's got a reference to it, uh, the uh, scientific paper. Uh, it's in the Journal of the American Medical Association. 
So regardless of how, what the mechanism is, we know that there was some kind of an illness that was somehow being transmitted. Uh, maybe their theories are completely wrong about all this stuff. But they're using a pattern of fear, no doubt about it. So what is really going on here? How can Boston University possibly have created a chimeric virus capable of killing 80% of hosts when they've not, originally, they've not isolated the original COVID? How can it be so effective when illnesses are known to be very difficult to spread in healthy populations? Well, I would say they did it by cobbling together the largest group of cooperative morons at the university that were willing to associate their names with a the discovery, then shamelessly promoting the lie to a gullible public. There was no killer COVID discovery. It's all bollocks. What these clowns are really doing is creating a cover story for the avalanche of deaths that are impending from the past year's vaccine rollout. That's it. Don't lose track of the fact that the bioweapon is the Trump shot. He's the father of this. Fauci is the godfather of it. The genetic code injection. One in every 500 small children who receive the Pfizer vaccine are hospitalized by it, says a journal of the American Medical Association, JAMA, study. They looked at 7,806 children, age 5 and younger, after the Pfizer vaccine. Interesting thing about it was that uh, JAMA said that... Um, the symptoms were comparable overall to those for other vaccines. Sorry, not according to the CDC's database, not according to them. Uh, it was already decades in the first month. It was already decades worth of all the other vaccine reports combined. And it's only grown since then. Now this is what they say was comparable. Overall, symptoms, 62% more symptoms than all the other vaccines. But they said, JAMA said, that's comparable. No, it's not. It's 62% higher. And these people want to sell a uh, anti-Alzheimer's um, drug <laughs> that is going to be so expensive that it'll bankrupt Medicare if they get their way. And it only has a 25% efficacy rate. So if you have something out there that's increasing symptoms by 62%, like this vaccine, Journal of the American Medical Association uh, wants to tell you that that's comparable to what we've seen before. But then we break it down to other things, musculoskeletal symptoms, 155% higher for children five and under. Uh, dermatologic uh, symptoms, 118% higher. Um, ears, nose, and throat symptoms, 537% higher. That's comparable. Five and a half times higher. That's comparable. Cardiovascular, 36% higher. Gastrointestinal, 54% higher. I said, yeah, they're modestly, uh, elevated. Oh, really? common man. They created common core to dumb down our children. They created common past to track and control us. Their commons project to make sure the commoners own nothing and the communist future. They see the common man as simple, unsophisticated, ordinary. 
but each of us has worth and dignity created in the image of God. That is what we have in common. That is what they want to take away. Their most powerful weapons are isolation, deception, intimidation. They desire to know everything about us while they hide everything from us. It's time to turn that around and expose what they want to hide. Please share the information and links you'll find at thedavidnightshow.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you can't support us financially, please keep us in your prayers. thedavidnightshow.com.